Now, the secret, really, is to have sharp pencils. That's the first thing. And then when you tackle something like that, don't go heavy-handed at it, because once you do, you're going to lose out that uh, subtle and finesse that you're talking about. Hello and welcome to episode 91 of Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How's it going, Dad? It's great. Nice to see you down here again, Steve. I've picked a good day, haven't I? You certainly have. It's still September, but it's still beautiful weather. Yeah, we've got a bit more of this coming, I think. The uh, weather forecast says we've got another couple of weeks of it, which would be great. Don't put away the shorts just yet. No. (laughs) (laughs) Good. So you've been busy? Good week? I have had a... Yes, it's a good week, yes. I've been uh, out and about uh, a little bit this week. Um, Working on more pictures. And I've also been working on more pictures as well, yes, yes, yes. I'm piling them up for old Steve here. You certainly He's are. Got another pile to take back with him to edit. Yeah, well, the, the picture you sent me yesterday that I just replied, he's, Dad said, here's the, the next picture, the, you know, the next one he's done. And I just replied, bloody hell. Because <laughs> it is... Which says it all, doesn't it? It's just incredible. Uh, you've got some... Members have got some incredible pictures coming. Outstanding. The best know, work you've done. Well, one of the things that I wanted to do, because we made the decision a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, to do the uh, mini projects, Yeah, it's opened the door up for me. Because up, up to now, I've always been thinking about major projects to do. But then when we opened that door, I thought, ah... And then it crept, things crept in, like the candle crept in, and other things have crept in. Think, that would work well, that would work well. So now I've got a whole lineup of mini project ideas as well, which are great. But that particular one was requested some while ago by uh, one of our students. So they're going to be pleased. I won't let on, but it's very colourful. And this is one of the things I wanted to do. I wanted to bring in more colour. I want to use, actually, more pencils, to be honest, because we've got a whole 60 range of pencils, haven't we? Yeah. And a lot of them I really don't get used very often, the brighter colours. So I thought what I would do there is use a combination of colours, the fluorescent-type colours, to create this picture, and it worked brilliantly. And the pastel pencils didn't have come up well, don't they, for that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. The colour is... The vibrancy, the pigmentation, especially right. with the Faber-Castell, is going to shine in these pictures. Because in most cases, when we're working with cats and dogs and, and even wild animals, you're tending to bring the tones down a bit. They're not so fluorescent no, cats well, and not. dogs, are they're they? they're not, are they? Well, they're, they're like us, really. We're not fluorescent, <laughs> are we? Well... Most of us aren't. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no we have a kind of a, a natural... Uh, neutrality appearance. yes so you're using you know the colors that suit that so the tendency is across the range you tend to work with the colors that are most popular like the ochres and the um the grays and the blues and the greens and all the colors that are more um in keeping with that but this gives me an opportunity to branch out and i'm looking at more in the similar actually a pewter jug that uh, it's quite bright. It was quite bright, wasn't it? And we've just um, released that one on, for members. So I know that was uh, <clears throat> that was great. You know what? Interesting, folks, uh, and and Steve here. Uh, I had 
did that some time ago. I can't remember. That. It was two, two or three months ago I did that. And, of course, uh, I have other projects going on all the time, so you forget them. And now I'm watching it again. <laughs> I've got my iPad out and I'm watching the sequences. And, you know, it's amazing how much you forget you did and the instruction. But it's, it's interesting to actually watch it over again and see, you know, just what happened. And I'm getting to the bit where I say, now this is the cloth below, folks. And, yeah. and it isn't there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So when you get to that, I think it's episode uh, four. Four or five. No, it's four, I think, because I haven't got to five yet. But, and I, I actually do a little bit of that cloth, and I was, I was chuckling to myself thinking, <laughs> you, you ain't going to do it, Colin. You ain't gonna do it. <laughs> that's what everyone else is thinking because they're watching people. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, but that's uh, why I like that so much, that, and uh, I was pleased with it, is it, it shows you how you can change your mind. What other medium can you do it? You can do it with oil. You could do it with acrylic to a certain extent because you can paint over, but that's never really a good idea. Uh, but you couldn't do it with watercolour. You couldn't, you couldn't change your mind and say, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. Not that drastic. Get the old rubber out and, <laughs> you know, take a little bit of here. And, but you'd never know. If you looked at the finished picture of the pewter jug, you would never know that that had been changed nice. as dramatically as it had been. Mm. So it's quite amazing. So that's what that's what appealed me. But it was lovely watching it back, and uh, knowing that too, because yeah. when I say it, I hear myself saying, "Now this, folks, is the cloth, and uh, we're going to go up close to the cloth, and so." On. And I think, "No, you're not you're lying." <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, it, it's quite amazing, and I think it's good fun. I think people will look at it. I hope they do. I hope people will say, I wish, I'd had to, I wish you'd done the cloth, Colin. I prefer to do that. Than the, than, than <laughs> wish you hadn't changed the, it now. The red table, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good. I, it's, it's gone down well. People are hopefully giving it a try as well. I hope so. You know, and that's something else, uh, just breaking off again, Steve, that interested me. I was thinking, if people didn't really want to do the pewter jug, let's say that some people, oh, I don't want to do those. It, I thought that maybe people would look at it as we would look at cookery programs. You know, if you could look at a cookery program, you're not going to do every recipe, are you? But you enjoy watching the cooks yeah. perform and bake their cakes and, you know, their grills and whatever they do. Um, I would think very, very few people actually follow and actually take on those recipes. They just watch it. They watch it. And I'm thinking that maybe this would happen with the pewter jack. So even, folks, if you don't want to do the pewter jug i think it's still nice to watch it because yeah. you can see the techniques unfold that's a good comparison i actually. thought it was when i said it that i kept it in my mind as well i'm going to mention this to steve yeah that is interesting it's very true because mm. you get ideas even if you're watching a, that mm. kind of program you get ideas for other things don't you absolutely you well this is what eileen does she'll watch a cookery program and she'll say oh i like the way he did that and then she'll bring it into her own cooking. Mm. Not cook the whole recipe, just that little tip that's been given. It's a good, uh, well done. There you go. And then we'll end the podcast there then, shall we? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good note, isn't it? Well done. Yeah. Okay, so let's go on to your questions. First one we have is from Wendy. Hi, Colin. I've completed the life drawing and really enjoyed it. I had a few attempts at getting the lady's head and facial features to look right. Somehow I couldn't manage uh, the really feminine features like you have. Do you have any tips for getting these right? Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, I do. And I do know exactly what she means. 
The problem is when you're dealing with um, feminine, particularly fem females, you're looking at a, a petiteness that you don't get with normal, you know, us men. We don't have that. We have a ruggedness. But women, and particularly if you're doing artwork like we are, you, you try to make them as attractive as you can. Like as a petite. Yes, it is. It is. And you have to think like that when you're doing it. And I've always amazed myself that even when I was doing cartoons, in fact, you know, thinking about it now, that's probably where it came from. When you're doing cartoons, you have to use a patina, you have to do you a know, little pointed nose and little, you know, a little delicate. delicate little chin. And the eyes are different too. So you have to do that with a cartoon to make it look... Uh, you know, feminine. Mm. And I've always been able to do that. Probably that's been passed on. I've never had a problem there, but I do understand where people are coming from on that. Now, the secret really is to have sharp pencils. That's the first thing. And then when you tackle something like that, don't go heavy handed at it because once you do, you're going to lose out that uh, subtle and finesse that you're talking about. So that is the way to approach it. Now, how you do it, of course, you just follow the um, follow my lead. I wouldn't say that she's the prettiest girl in the world, that one. I didn't do that. Otherwise, I'd have made her nose slightly, you know, more, you know, petite. It was a little bit of a hooky type nose. But still, she was attractive. And therefore, uh, and you could see, even if you didn't see the rest of her body, you could tell that it was a woman. Hmm. But... It's interesting because, and I'll tell you something else that's coming from that. Um, I'm going to do a, a man's face. You know we've done a woman's face, haven't we, as an exercise. Well, in this mini projects, I thought, I'm going to do a man with a beard. We've been asked that many times, and I've been asked to, to do uh, a beard many times. And I thought, well, this is a good opportunity. Now, here, I've got to approach that differently. I, I drew it out this morning. I've actually drawn the face out. And when I was drawing it, I was thinking it's a man. You think it's a man. You, you're, the eyebrows are thicker. The eyes are different too. The nose is, is much more of a man's nose, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying. And, and all the features, it's only, it's only the face I'm doing and, and the, uh, the beard. You, you, the no hair and it's just similar to that exercise we did with the women so i think people will find that really interesting and different also complexion you see you can't have peaches and cream on a man oh yeah true so you have to have a ruggedness which will go so is it going to be cooler colors like cooler gray like, no no you still going to stick with no, the warmer colors? I, I will probably use warmer color in this particular one i'll use warmer colors but i'm going to use a lot of gray you're right Absolutely right. That's what I. It's I'm colder, using. isn't it? Almost. You've... It's. Um, it's not as. You, you know, we talk. If you talk about a, a lady, you're talking of peaches and cream. You're looking at very fine. You know, delicate porcelain skin. If you like, going the other other way. Mm. Now, with a man, you've got to go. The pendulum's got to swing right the other way, completely the other way. You've got to look at from another point of view. You've got to look at it as a, a ruggedness and that ruggedness has got to be in your mind when you're doing the picture well it will be in mind and when you actually see it folks which would be a little way i'm afraid but when you actually get to see it i'll be talking about that i'll be saying now i have to approach this and i'm using this color because and the eyebrows are much stronger and the furrow on the brow is much more 
uh, manly. Yeah. You know? So, so you, going back to what you said about this, have it in your head mm. as you're doing it. Mm. It's a very good point, isn't it? Because you're almost creating it in your mind. You have to, yes. And then your body, will, your, your hands will take over with that. If you're saying delicate, finesse, mm. beauty, as you're in your head, you're thinking this is how I want it to be like, that yes. style, then you'll probably naturally start feeling it. Yes, it, absolutely. When I did the children some while ago, they worked out really, really well. And you could see from them, they were children. Now, you could say, yes, you copied them, Colin. You know, you copied somebody else's work, some great artist who'd, who'd already done that. I did, but I still put my own stamp on it. But I still had to think that I was doing a little girl's face, mm. or two little girl's faces. The eyes had to be right. They couldn't be an old person's eye, could they? You couldn't put a, a, an old person's eye in a young child's uh, face so it wouldn't work the delicateness of the skin i did explain that and and i'm sure most people who watch that now and know what i'm talking about mm. i did explain as i went along and why i was doing the different colors i was using but that is typical of what i was trying to say you're actually feeling and you're you're in your mind you are creating that imagery Mm. And that naturally makes your hand move in a certain way with, mm. the, with the delicateness of your touch. That's right. Yeah, because you're creating the feeling before right. you. Well, what's going to be interesting in this beard, Stevie, we're, we, we've got to look at it completely differently. A bit harder. And exactly. I mean, if you think out there now, folks, you're, you, you, I'll throw you a challenge. How would you think I'm going to do this? How <laughs> you're really you... angry at the piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to do it? I mean, I know how I'm going to do it, and I, I, but I've still got to think beard when I do it. I've got to think that. I've got to think like that. Because what you have to do with all subjects, you have to put ground colour on. You have to put your base colours on. Mm. You know, So all of these things have to be thought out before you, you begin. So I'm very, very involved. And this is what fascinates me about artwork. I love the technical side of it. As it also says, shows that there's a lot more to it as well mm. that's going on in your, in, oh, yes. in your head. Yes, but Coming back to, um, was it Wendy? Yeah. Wendy's question, you know, how do I do it? Do I give any tips? I've given an awful lot of tips there, but that is it. You have to think uh, of uh, the subject and you've got to get under the skin of the subject. And then you you're, you're almost do it automatically. But you do it generally if you've got experience if you've got more experience you've got with artwork the better you're going to be at it i mean that's that goes without saying say I that, think. yeah okay good question wendy thanks for that prompted good discussion the next one is from derota hello colin do you use slash recommend proportional dividers for measuring up and down in your drawings and do you sell them on your store Right. Well, first of all, we don't send them on the store. Do I recommend them? Absolutely. Good Proportional idea. dividers. Tell me a bit about. Well, what they are? They're they're they're, they're two they're two points basically. You can use them. You can use them in draftsmen, and they're like a compass. Imagine a compass, but instead of a pencil on one and a point on the other, you've got two points. So what you do, you use that as a measurement. Now, if you've got a picture that you're copying, you're following, right, and. And you see um, the uh, – you've got to get the right size, mind you. Well, no, 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 wait, wait a minute. You don't have to. Because you have to you, – you, you put your divider on – let's say the distance between the tip of the nose and the bottom of the chin, for instance. You put your divider on that. 
And then you could then transfer that across to your drawing. So you'd know then the distance between the two. On your picture, from yes. your picture. And from but, your... but the problem, of course, if, you, if you're going up or down... If you're scaling it up and down. Uh, you've got a problem there because you're going to have to move the divider and that defeats the object. But if you were doing that, probably I would recommend you have a copy exactly the same as the copy that you're going to be doing. Otherwise, you're, you're, going, to, you're going to have a lot of problems with it. But yes, you could use them. Do I use them? No, I don't. I don't need to do them. I think, to be honest, square drawing is still the best way of doing it. Of proportioning out your pictures. That's right, because then you can go up and down if you want to, or usually go, you go up, you don't go down. Some people go down. Actually, if they're doing miniature work, they start with a larger picture and then reduce it. We have and a lot of people talking about scaling up their pictures, don't we? Usually it's scaling up, yeah. Uh, but even that today, um, now the computers are a big part of our... Uh, artwork you would scale or you would produce your picture to the size you wanted to do it and then you put your square drawing it's a lot easier mm. than scaling up to be honest but I don't use it I wouldn't, I wouldn't use them but yes absolutely anything that works for you is a good idea okay thanks Dorota it's a good question the next one is from Bev Hi, Colin and Steve. I have a question regarding the pressure you use for your pastel pencil work. I used coloured pencils in the past, and there is a reference scale in their lessons which indicate how much pressure a student should use, i.e. an O would be barely barely covering the surface with just a hint of colour laid down, and a 5 would indicate very heavy pressure. Do you have anything similar I can use uh, as I learn the pastel techniques from your lessons? I think that was a really, really good question. It's a very valid point, too. It does, and it works really well with coloured pencil, I can imagine. Um, would I use it or would I bring it into pastel pencils? I don't really think I would. What I, I do have a scale. I have a one-to-four scale, if you think about it. I have very light pressure, and I tell people that. Put your white on very light or put your ivory on very light. Or a little bit of more pressure on here, folks, a medium pressure. And then I say, now you need to cover this uh, well, so add more pressure. And then if you were doing a sky, say doing a sky with your white, I say do it twice. Put the white on, rub it in, do it again. I don't do that and people don't see me do that because I know just how much to put on. But with the, with the pastel, as you know, we have a create a lot of dust. If you imagine you're doing a sky and you put all the white on, if you're doing a typical blue sky, then you're putting the white on, which are going to end up being the clouds, and a base for the other blues that you're going to put on. And you'll see a lot of dust on there. And I rub that dust into the paper. Now, in pencil work, in coloured pencil work, you wouldn't get that. You wouldn't get that uh, happening. I see. The so pressure got a completely different, yeah. You're looking at different, you're different mediums. So I would probably say stick, to the ones we do, like a slight pressure, a little pressure. There's People can usually see scales. it, to be honest with you. If you're looking at me doing a, a, a job of work and you see the pastel paper still showing through, you know that I've, I'm using a lighter pressure. If I put a little bit more on, you know that I, my pressure is increasing. And then if I'm doing clouds and I make sure the paper is completely covered, then I would say uh, that is... A very good indication that I'm using quite a lot of pressure on it. And the other problem we've got with pressure is when you're doing pastel work, 
the you've got to watch that you don't crush the paper critically important that you don't crush the paper and so many times do i say this to people you know now i'm using this but i've got to be i've got to be careful i've got to treat this lightly because Because of the other colors going on top that's right but then you've got to put just enough in Mm. because you don't want the paper showing through that's right i think what we would do if we we brought a a system like naught to five out i think we'd be confusing people and i've been doing this for the last 30 odd years now of pastel pencils and I've always used those references and people have always found them easy to understand. So I think I would probably, well, I know I'm going to stick to them. And it depends on the paper you're using. If you're not using the ongray, then the pressure is going to be different, isn't it? Yes, because the, the paper is going to react and store mm. so much, you know, different levels of pastel. Yes. I mean, I haven't done, I've done very little coloured pencil work. I have done some, um, but I've, so I can't really speak with authority on it. I mean, if, she, if she's been following other people, then I would say that she would already understand why they do that. Yeah. But pastel pencils is a different medium. And I would say that uh, it, it's more like painting than it is um, colour pencil work, really. Mm. And we're using the colour shape an awful lot now, so yes. which you wouldn't necessarily use in coloured pencils. Yeah, the, the the dust does make a difference with the pressure as well, doesn't it? Mm. Because you can rub that in mm. and uh, and use that, so you don't necessarily have to have a harder pressure to get the colour on. Absolutely right. You're right. You're right. And and colours like red are a nightmare. If you put any pressure at all on the red. If you were using 118, for instance, and you put too much pressure on it, you'd be, find it difficult then to get the 225 or the 192 on top of that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't want, to, want to know. You know yeah. The paper has been crushed because you have to put the pressure on the red in the first place. Because to make it, it, to make it solid, yeah, yeah. because it's, yeah, it's you still quite, see the paper. Quite hard. It's quite hard to do. So I think in cases like that, the, my instruction of a little pressure, light pressure, and and using the dust is a better way of uh, presenting it. Hmm. Good question, Bev. That's a good question. And uh, we haven't had that question in all of our time of doing this podcast. No. But, uh, it's a good... Well, we had pressure questions before, but that's an interesting, the idea of a scale. So Sometimes you can, you know, you can travel things across from one medium to another. Um, when I first started using the pastel pencils... I was using a lot of watercolour techniques. Not water, I wasn't using water, but I was using the techniques I used. And a lot of them came from that. I bless watercolour for that. If I hadn't started with the watercolour, I'm not even sure where the pastel pencils would have ever got off the ground. You wouldn't know really what to do with them. Well, no, no, that's right. Well, they were treated, when I first uh, started uh, using them, I sort of looked around for other people using pastel pencils, and they were just scratching them on like sketching. That's all it was. The paper was left to... You'd see the paper through, and they were usually used on dark colour paper too. So they were used as sketching tools, yeah. They weren't, they weren't using the way we do them. So I could have followed... I would have gone down that line, and this would have been a very different podcast, folks, <laughs> and a, a very different member site. Would we have gone on for 100 episodes if no, we... No, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, probably not. No, you wouldn't. Uh, but, but the lovely thing about it is now, pastel pencils are being used the way we use them. You know, if you see pastel pencils... Oh, yeah. Beautiful work being done now. 
with pastel pencils the way we do them which is great and combining it with uh, watercolor which we do you can also combine it with soft pastel and the stick pastels which uh, we do and others are doing so no i think that you know it, it was meant to be that i couldn't agree more good okay so that's the questions for this week if you've got a question go to our website colinbradleyart.co.uk click on the contact page at the top and fill out the form and we'll get your question to read out on the show um anything else to say i don't think so i've got to go and edit this podcast now we're a bit late aren't we (laughs) (laughs) but we wanted because you said to me a couple of days ago i'm coming down on friday uh, it's better to do a live podcast face to face, even though we get a lot of people saying, "Where's that? Where's that episode?" Flaming podcast. I've been waiting all day for that. Yeah, <laughs> no, we don't have any of those listeners, which is good. They're not. They're not well, too demanding. But if you are, if you are going to listen to us today, Friday, you'll know that it's it's red off the off the blocks. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We, I was, we we're going to look into this again because it was a year ago, over a year ago, that we looked into this. The idea of a webinar type thing. We were thinking of doing another. A, a webinar type thing but maybe a live podcast so like a live broadcast podcast so uh, you could actually tune into us live that would be nice wouldn't it yeah so we're looking into that so if you like the idea of that let us know yeah i'm sure they because uh, we don't want to do it and no one tunes in <laughs> <laughs> oh we've got one viewer oh that's uh, that's mum downstairs <laughs> <laughs> oh no let's have your ideas there yeah so uh okay good well that's it for this week thanks everyone for listening i'm steve bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy Enjoy your week. week